something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking shit about weddings. Let's just get on to talking shit about weddings. Let's do it. How are you doing? I'm good. You're feeling great? I'm feeling good. Yeah. Um, we are um, here with a pal of ours. I have no I fun, silly story. I'm That's totally, right. I'm totally just missing the mark there. So, so. storyless today. I know, but also it's like, do I tell a dumb story that isn't fun, or do we just blast right into our super fun guest? You know, I'm really excited about our guest today. So, I know. well, I, you know what? I do have a fun story, which okay. is while we were setting up the microphones and we were doing a test, she just did like a quick like, oh, talk about what you had for breakfast. This bitch has the sexiest microphone she voice. She really does. So I'm not going to say my pants are off now, but probably by the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so let's welcome our special guest of the day. Um, her name is Brianna Webster. She is a buddy of ours. She is also um, a caterer and baker and owner of, uh, let me get this right. Kashank Fair. Yeah. Yeah, she is. So you get that right because you've worked with her a lot as she, a caterer. And and she was the caterer for my wedding. Fucking Amazing. It. Amazing. I have been to now multiple weddings where you have catered. Say hello, this Brie. This is true. Hello. Oh my God, that voice. Woo. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> so um, tell us, just because we are starting immediately talking about... Oh, can you tell... First of all, before we begin, can you open the door? Ruth is already losing her mind. Welcome to our podcast where the dog is kind of the star, whether we like it or not. She's the boss. I, she really is. Come on in, girlfriend. We love you. So, Brie, you, um, we're going to call her Brie, by the way. That's her That's her fun name that we choose and she chooses. Yes. You're cool with Brie. I'm totally cool with Brie. So, you are a caterer. Yes. When did you get into catering weddings? My first wedding that I did was probably in 2004, uh-huh. and I had just quit a job, a corporate American job that I hated, and I was living off my savings at my best friend's mom's pool house, and Hot. totally nice, pretty much broke, <laughs> <laughs> and her mom has like had a niece that was getting married and was like, you cook, you should cater this wedding. And so I did. Wait, did you even what? have a catering company at that point? No. Did you know that you were going to become a caterer? No. <laughs> did you? It was just a passion of yours to, to yeah, cook? Yeah, I've always been a cook. I've always loved food and ingredients, and I love hosting yeah. um, and hospitality in general. And so it was natural for me, but it definitely wasn't something I saw coming. And so I catered a, a wedding for her in her backyard, and it was like 150 people, and I made my first five-tier wedding cake oh what shit. wait so your first what? job ever as a caterer was catering a wedding for over a hundred people where you had to create a five-tier wedding cake on top of actually feeding everyone oh yeah and it was like july and it was like a million degrees hot and it was outdoors i remember the cake at one point started to melt and we had to like quickly oh. take all the shelves out of the kitchen to fit it into i mean into the refrigerator to fit it into the refrigerator oh my gosh yeah it was oh it's fine I promise I didn't hurt the dog. She makes a weird noise when you pick her up sometimes when she gets tickled. I didn't hurt my dog. <laughs> she does do Continue this. Continue talking. Okay. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but that was my first wedding. Oh and from God. there, 
it kind of went like wildfire. I think I did that first year, maybe eight weddings. Oh my god! I got one wedding from that wedding. Wait, so here's my question. So you're living in someone's backyard, basically. That Mm -hmm. makes it sound like you're like camping. You're in the pool house. Yeah, (laughs) I had four walls and a roof. Yeah. That's good. Important. (laughs) So where did you cook all the food? In the kitchen. In their kitchen? In their kitchen at their home. Wow. Yeah. That and I will tell you, I've always been really clever with small spaces, but starting off that way was way easier than starting off in a gourmet kitchen and trying to work your way back. You know, as far as spaces go, Pam, you know, your wedding, the kitchen I worked in was not that large. Very small. Yes. And you had like 100 people. We did 80. Yeah. Okay. Might as well be so 100. is she like I a know, right? terrible client? It sounds like you can just say it. I know, she I was. was fabulous. I I hadn't. I don't think I'd ever met you in person. We had only emailed prior to meeting you at the, my at the, the tasting. tasting. Yeah, and I remember you and your husband or fiance came in, and um, I totally remember thinking like, oh my gosh, they're such a dreamy couple. Oh, yeah, these are really Hot cute. Couple of them. Thank you. That's I can really remember sweet. that your fiance had like a bandana wrapped around his wrist. That's very yes. on brand. Yep. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> oh so. my god, that's amazing. So at this point, how many weddings do you think you have catered? I would guess somewhere around fifty. Okay. Because that's not all we cater. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So weddings are maybe we do like five or six a year. Yeah. And what so, else do you do? Yeah. Everything. I, I was, I basically don't turn down jobs if I have the time. So um, we do everything from like private dinner parties where mm-hmm. it's like sit down, serve fancy, maybe 12 guests or less. And then we also will do, you know, a shower or parties of all kinds. Um, we, uh, we do a lot of like office catering mm-hmm. for like hot lunches. We work on set. Um, green rooms, cocktail parties. You work, girl. Yeah. yeah. So when you did that first one that was for 100 people, was it just you or did you immediately have to hire a staff? I mean, we used the word hire very loosely in the beginning of my days. <laughs> I didn't even have a company name at that point. Yeah. Um, basically, all the people I lived with at that house yeah. became my team members <laughs> and worked for free, um, which was really gracious. I would say probably the first four weddings, I didn't pay anyone. Well, I mean, you can also get away with the sympathy card of like, y'all, I live in a damn pool house. Give yeah, me a break. Exactly. Yeah, you were just starting. It's exactly. Good. And I, I will say, I mean, they were all so gracious. But um, yeah, once I started turning like a, pro- a legit profit, then immediately I started paying, of course. Yeah, the guilt set in. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing is that um, I when I think about like the, the latest I've seen you like at work at a wedding was um, our friend Andrea, who is the one that... Um, sings and performs the opening mm-hmm. song. You were, you're friends with her, but you also catered her wedding. Mm-hmm. And you had just like a fleet of girls. I just like, you popped open that van. It was just like, what? That's right. <laughs> you rolled deep, girl. I do. I have 11 women who work with me on the regular. And wow. then I have like nine other people who are like on-call t- uh, staff members. They shoot the texts out like, hey, I'm looking for some extra hands on this day. Yeah. So, yeah. Hashtag girl boss. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Hopping on that feminist soapbox. I'm in. (laughs) So, listen, we're going to talk about you personally going to weddings or anything, but I want to stick on the catering thing for just a second longer. When we think about wedding and catering, because we've already had our friend Adam on who was a cater waiter in New York City dealing with like highfalutin, like really Mm -hmm. high end people. Can you give us a worst case scenario? 
with a wedding catering or have you always had okay situations? For the most part, I've been very, very fortunate, I will say. Um, I think like the worst that I get is somebody who, when we're catering in someone's home who didn't hire us. Like maybe they're hosting the party. Oh. That's happened multiple times where they're hosting the wedding, but they're mm. not actually paying for us to be there. So we did a wedding in summer. It was like July. I think it was 150 people. And we had done a tour of the home and seen the kitchen. They had this great giant kitchen, Viking stove, you know, huge Baller. fridge. Yeah. Great. We show up to unload and the husband is leading us into the kitchen and about 10 minutes after we've completely unloaded and started our process, the mom walk, or the wife walks in and freaks out and basically tells us that she never agreed to letting anyone be in her kitchen. Yeah. And, and this we is need, like moment, like, an oh, like hours two hours. Before. Yeah. And we need to find somewhere else to cook. What? <laughs> yeah. And so we ended up in a garage Cooking with, with what? Microwaves? <laughs> a they, hot plate? I right? had in my van, I had like four electric skillets. Stop. Oh yes. my gosh. And full on made this dinner and cocktail hour for like 100 plus people. I was like 150, I think. And out of hot, like essentially hot plates and a <laughs> crock pot. You can do That's- it all. Wow, you, that sounds like an episode of Top Chef. I Hot need plates you. in a crock pot is going to be the yes. name of your like autobiography. <laughs> that is, that's crazy. It was really crazy. I will tell you, though, this really surprises me about myself in general, but I am definitely the kind of person who, when I realize there's nothing I can do about the situation, yeah. it's like, fucking, oh, can't say it. Can I say that? On oh, it? yeah. Oh, are you oh, kidding me? Yeah. Fucking figure it out and move yes. on. There I can't get hung up on it, you know? It's so, got to get done. Yeah, so I just we just got it done, and it was a huge success too. Wow! I will say the father of the bride definitely made up for it in the tipping department. Well, I'm sure he felt like Somebody, an uh, asshole, yeah. total asshole. So here's the question: So <laughs> that wife that d- kicked you out, she clearly was going to the wedding. It's on this property. It was did her granddaughter's to, wedding. At some point, did you have to interact with her at all during the night? Would she even make eye contact with you? I basically refused to make eye contact with her. Like I just, nice. I, my whole staff, we essentially, I mean, we were totally pleasant, but like avoid that area that she was hanging out in as yeah. best as possible. So no more run-ins after that. No, but she had him with the guests nonstop, like using the bathroom, where to park their cars, Why whose bag is on this damn exactly. wedding Why house? did you agree to do that if you didn't want anybody in your house? I know. Because I've been to multiple weddings at people's houses. And once they like are in and they're like, yeah, use the house. It, it's mm-hmm. free reign. I mean, I'm not like going through someone's closet or like sleeping in their bed, but it's like, you know, yeah, bathrooms on the hall, figure it out. Oh, you need some salt? Come on. You know, yeah. whatever it is, they're pretty chill about. I mean, you, you, you agreed to do this. Yeah. I'm not really sure maybe what happened there. Maybe she didn't agree. Maybe, yeah. Maybe somebody else would <laughs> Maybe she went out that her. morning. She's like, Possibly. oh, where's the wedding? Where's it going to go? Oh, it's here? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> That would explain a lot then. So then my other question is for the people uh, listening that are planning their weddings real time right now, is there any tip you can give them from your caterer point of view that you wish like a person that's coming to you, a bride or a groom or whoever that's coming to you requesting you to cater for them? What questions or what things would be helpful for them to bring you or bring whatever caterer they're talking to? That's a great question. I, I think, um, because of the style of my catering company, we're very personable and we spend a lot of time trying to get an understanding of who the client is. So um, 
we're also very flexible and we have a wide range. I mean, basically I create a menu based off of what your style is. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I think for me, I think it, it would be helpful if people kind of already had an idea of what type of food they want, even if it's like a genre of food. Um, and I definitely would say understanding like that a caterer is going to need to know like the kitchen space and, um, you know, access to that place and things like that. I'm trying to think, I mean, ultimately I, always have new questions for clients as they but they pop up as i'm talking to them yeah so you think just having some sort of an opinion not just being like make it yummy food yes just like oh come on exactly and i also think as people this is like budget is obviously like the most uncomfortable conversation to have with someone but it has to happen yeah and i do think that the the people who are getting married should already have discussed that before they get to the caterers to have mm-hmm. an, at least a range. And then also iron out those details. Like, are we going to have it sit down, serve? Or are we going to have just cocktail or whatever? Because if you're ra- you come in and you're like, my range is $10 a head, but I want to sit down dinner and a cocktail hour and a full bar. You're going to be like, let me show you the door. Somebody else. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> can we show you McDonald's? Yeah. I don't think you can get that at McDonald's. That's true. That's a, right. lot. It's a big course. Not this year. You can't. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Dollar menu, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I love it with, with Brie. When, when uh, Jeff and I came to her, we had an idea of um, wanting to have it family style and which is not necessarily buffet but it's also not plated and um and she was great she was like I got it totally saw our vision had amazing food that people still to this day tell me how yummy it was so nice it was so good um but yeah we got we got really lucky with Brie I will say you're the first family style and that's how I would do my wedding yeah compliments all around wow (laughs) I loved it (laughs) Because you also did, again, going back to um, uh, Andy's wedding that we talked about earlier, you did some like gourmet because she wanted hot dogs. Yeah. I'll never forget meeting with her and Polly and her saying, we're kind of thinking of a hot dog bar. And I mean, I love this couple so much. And <laughs> it cracked me up because, you know, Polly's being so agreeable. But also I can see he wants a little more than a hot dog bar. <laughs> and so I'm letting, I'm giving out my ideas or, you know, sitting at the table talking about things. And I'm like, well, we just make it a gourmet, you know, we have sausages and different kinds of rolls and things like that. And then it was like, it all came together. Polly was like lighting up and Andy was like, okay, this is so exciting. And I will say at that wedding, what was fun is that people knew it was going to be a hot dog bar, mm-hmm. but people didn't expect it to be a gourmet hot dog oh, bar. It's fancy. Which, yeah. you know, I'm in a dress. It's nice. Yeah. It was fancy. It was Still served in a pie tin, but fancy. Hey man, I'll take it. Yeah. I, I, I felt pinky out while eating that hot dog. Pinky Thanks, out. There like you a go. lady. Yes. <laughs> so now that we've gone through the your life as a caterer at weddings, yeah. we're going to bring you on the other side. Now you're coming as a guest. Guest. So trying to figure out what was the earliest date that you started going to weddings? Did you go a lot as a kid? Yeah, I can. I very much remember the first wedding that I remember, which was my aunt, my sister, my mom's youngest sister's wedding. I was six years old and... I, this is funny, I, they made me a dress like to be a flower girl, and it wasn't until I was 15 that I found out I wasn't a flower girl. I was just a crybaby who they made a dress for <laughs> because I was so upset oh. that I wasn't a flower girl. But honestly, until I was 15, I swore I was a flower girl. Now was wedding. there a flower girl? Yeah, my sister. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Yes. I love that. Yeah. 
so there were no pictures that you never were like why am I not in these pictures well they were like family photos and I was in them in my dress so was my sister and hers I didn't have a basket with I don't two blame flowers. them though because like the last two you wanted some pissed off six-year-old at your wedding it's like whatever I can do to yes. placate you so you don't turn into a nightmare exactly you're smart people mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so then how many weddings did you go to as a kid a lot or you just like okay. a couple as a kid not that many maybe I maybe remember like five yeah mm-hmm. but as an adult I would say I've probably been to like 35 yeah that's a decent yeah. amount. Yeah. So you're not, good. I mean, like, you're not saying this is like an 88 year old woman before me. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, so, um, have you ever been a, a bridesmaid in, yeah. in any of these? Yeah. I've been a bridesmaid five, no, four times. Cause I was not actually a bridesmaid at my sister's wedding, but I always think I was also, I got oh a dress. God. Oh my goodness. Your family keeps they know doing you. this to you. They know you. They do. So four, I've been a bridesmaid <laughs> four times. Four and a half. Yeah. I got to walk down the aisle that time. <laughs> a maid of honor, any of them? Never been a maid of honor. Just a bridesmaid. How many bridesmaids are in the, do you ever have like one of those ones where it's like, there's 12 of you? My sister-in-law, my brother's wife. There were nine bridesmaids and six flower girls. Wow. What? Six. Six flower girls? I don't think I've heard that Were you that one before. of them? <laughs> I was a bridesmaid. I was eight, like 19. <laughs> I didn't learn till last year that I wasn't a bridesmaid. <laughs> <laughs> but I got the dress. I did. <laughs> so, um, and all the times as a bridesmaid, have there any anything weird come up? Any sort of crazy drama? Have you been in charge of anything? Oh, yeah. Um, my first time as a bridesmaid, I was I was a bridesmaid and a girl who I worked with who I had maybe known for four months. We were like 20. I think that's what you do when you're 20, right? Sure. Like, you're my best friend at work for four months. You should be a bridesmaid. Well, when you're 20, as someone who's currently re-watching all of Jersey Shore season one, let me tell you, when you're like between the age of 20 and 24, you become so connected with someone within weeks. Oh, yeah. totally. That's one thing that happened. We're on week three of Jersey Shore, and they're like, you're my best friend. And it's just like, how can this be your best friend? You just <laughs> met this person. But it's true. Like, it, it, just the way it's emotional. Yeah. So, yeah. so someone that you were best friends with at work was one, like. was a must. I mean, it was like you, the day she got engaged, she asked me. I love it. Oh, wow. I, I was shocked. And did you think it was, you thought it was <laughs> Yeah, weird? oh, I thought it was so weird. <laughs> But you didn't say no. I wasn't even in my sister's wedding as a bridesmaid. So. You're like, so is this real or is this just like, I'm going to get the dress? Do you yeah. still know this woman? No. We actually, that's what was so weird about it is, um, was a bridesmaid in her wedding and there were three other girls from work who were bridesmaids. Oh. What? Mm-hmm. Did she have any like friends? Childhood She's friends? Home? school me hi were they just there the- was one other girl in the wedding i don't know what her relation was <laughs> to the bride oh my goodness um oh that wedding was a disaster and she please describe every bit of it <laughs> well <laughs> let me tell you she um she would uh she wanted to get married in vegas so badly but her parents refused to walk, like spend their money to have her grandparents come to visit to get married in Vegas. So she got married at that restaurant that's by um, the Magic Castle. You'll show. 
Oh, the the Yamashiro. Yamashiro. Oh, yeah, yeah, up on the top of the hill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's it's for the people that don't live in LA. It's all the way on the top of this hill, and it kind of overlooks all of Hollywood. It's gorgeous, and it's really spacious. At this big Mm -hmm. courtyard in the middle with this big like water feature. Mm -hmm. Japanese. They rented out that whole place. Yeah, and we stood on rocks in the water feature. What in our bridesmaids dresses? What? (laughs) Yes. You just step over, like, there was a solid Aren't 12 inches. In yeah. And there were, like, 12 inches. There were, like, stepping so stones they, in the rock. I mean, in the pond. Were you sitting, were you stepping in the, were you ever in the water? Our dresses were, but we were not. Wait. This is amazing. What? Yeah. It was August. It was, like, you know, 118 degrees. Sure. And um, I remember that uh, this is hilarious because we were 20 and the three girls that I worked with my me and the two other girls we all bought our dresses one size too small you know when you're 20 you're like it's 10 months like I can I can do it I can fit into this dress meanwhile yes. you're like just pounding the dumbest sugary oh, yeah. alcoholic drinks every day every day like, like can I get beach. a sour Midori, Midori sour right yes <laughs> and a brownie um and yeah so all three of us i mean literally could not breathe we had to take breaks going go back into like the dressing room to like unzip our dress to breathe yes um and this is the best part of that wedding to me is at the very end of the wedding you know we're saying our goodbyes and thank yous and whatever and she the bride says to me hey so i have a favor to ask i'm gonna be a little short on my rent this month what (gasps) Do you think you can lend me nine hundred dollars? <laughs> but you know the rule, what? like when someone's in a wedding gown, you can't tell them no. No, I mean yes. Oh, I never got a checkbook out so fast. Genius! Oh, you did it. Oh, I did it. Oh, she just had me as a bridesmaid. Sorry. I'm her best friend. <laughs> oh my god! Wet dress that doesn't fit, fit you, and you're writing a nine hundred dollar check to. <laughs> practically a stranger <laughs> at 20 years old i'm impressed you had 900 dollars. i was still living in that pool house <laughs> true story but i had a job <laughs> oh my god yeah so what yeah so her parents could afford to rent out one of the most like very pricey place mm-hmm. for the entire night but they didn't think they could spot her $900 for her rent? Or she didn't feel like she could ask them. Does I, she understand that on that night in cash, what she probably got for gifts would have just paid? Oh, she's I know. scammed you, girl. Oh, it took her like six months to pay me back. And then it was literally the last last time. She paid me in like little increments. You lend someone $900 and they pay like $22. Of course. Every time they see you. Right. Um, and when she finally paid it off, I just remember thinking, okay, now we don't have to be friends anymore. <laughs> I never have to see you again. <laughs> What happened with that dress? My dress? Yeah, the one you wore. You know what's so funny is my sister actually like had it retailored and wore it to like a military ball with her now husband. Like, well, okay, yeah. so at least you got use out oh, of yeah. it. Oh yeah, that's good. You should have rented it to her for $900. I totally should have. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's fantastic. Wild. Well, I guess the other ones weren't as dramatic. Oh no. Yeah, I mean that's I a mean, it's hard to beat. Story. That's a, yeah, that's pretty good. I got to tell you, man. I didn't know you had that hidden gem in you. Oh, yeah. Tonight, I thought we were just going to talk about catering and maybe like, oh, my family. You just brought a great story. Yeah. You brought the buttery voice. I know. <laughs> Three. It just comes with me. Oh, my God. That's so good. Do you want to get into stories? Yeah. Because clearly she knows how to talk shit. She's, she's ready. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I already knew this about you, and I'm really proud. 
that you brought it on the podcast because you know i want everyone to know oh yeah <laughs> so um the first one is oh i'm gonna read the first one we're mixing it up we're mixing it up mixing it up brooke's going first okay, me first oh it's a really long one so everyone sit tight <clears throat> dear wedding confessionals in the late 80s early 90s a cousin of mine got married all the way down in florida there was no way I was going to go to that because it was Florida in the middle of the summer. Way too hot for me. But when the family that went to Florida returned home, I asked them, how did it go? Turns out I missed one hell of a wedding. It started because the bride put a ton of hairspray in her hair and had some fancy white veil on her head during the ceremony. At one point, there was they were lighting candles, don't ask me why, and a candle got too close to her veil and started to catch on fire. It was scary, but not as crazy as when the flame hit her hairsprayed hair. She ended up being tackled in a stop, drop, and roll situation trying to get out the flame. Someone else threw water on her head trying to get out the fire. During all of this, the groom just stood there in shock. So after a few minutes of dealing with that, they got the fire out, and she went back on her feet, hair kind of wet, and they continued the wedding. I guess they hadn't finished, though. Um, Well... We got, oh, sorry, I guess they thought that since they hadn't finished, they had to go through with this. So they kept on going. But then due to standing for so long during the whole fire being put out thing and being in the Florida heat, the groom fainted at the altar. (laughs) He just passed out. So once again, they had to stop the wedding, get him sorted out. It was just crazy and nuts. In the end, they got married, and uh, I hear the reception was fine. I guess having a crazy wedding isn't that bad because years later, they're still together. From, and here's the kicker guy, this story is from my father-in-law. I love it. I had to write it out, by the way, because he told it to me over the phone, and he's not going to write it up, but let me tell you guys, what? I mean, this is like four stories in one. Yes. This is crazy. Yes. This all happened. I wish I could have seen this. I wish it's he amazing. had gone to the wedding. So good. Wild. So, I first of all, how much hairspray do y'all put it in your hair normally? I guess this is the 80s, though. This is, this is I was Aquanet. Just that, this yeah. is some mall This is some like, Aquanet hairspray that you know is going to light up. They were probably doing the like unity candle where one each and then they light one Don't together. Don't ask him. He doesn't know. He doesn't. Sure. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, veil goes, hair goes. I mean, yeah, you got fireworks. I just, who's the, I mean, I guess you just fight or flight, like in the moment you see someone on fire and you just to kind of tackle them. Unless you're the groom and then you just stand there. In complete shock. I mean, oh. just like watching your loved one on fire, like, <gasps> This poor guy. So then, like, she stands up, and now she's like wet, and her veil is like burnt. I'm assuming. Yeah, and maybe I her hair. I can't even imagine. And I wonder if it really wasn't even that much flame, as much it was any flame would freak anyone out. Sure. So everyone kind of like went a little bonkers, as I would have honestly, or maybe I would have been the groom, just like locked, like what. So, um, if you were in the situation, you're in the crowd. All this is going on. How do you react? Are you yelling? Are you like, ah, are you just like shock? Are you laughing a little, Pam? I am not laughing. At what this about one. afterwards? Yes, for sure. After, for sure. For sure. Reception? But I'm in sh- Yeah. Uh, I think when the groom went down, I'd be laughing at the, what happened just before the groom. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. No, I mean, I would be in shock. I would be, I mean, my heart would like, this is somebody who's, this is their wedding. And that's, you know, their whole heart is in this moment right now. And for that to go on. Yeah, I would be. I definitely would be gasping. I wouldn't necessarily be laughing in the moment, but I would be gasping and I probably would yell. Would you get up and help if no one else was? If you were, on the, I guess, I guess that's the rule of anyone on the front row, yeah. right? So just yes. know if you're sitting in the front row, it's the like wedding. the emergency exit. Yeah, <laughs> be on guard. Yeah, you're on call. Yeah. yeah. Are you a bit? They have like a little brochure. Can you Can lift you... 200 pounds off the ground when on fire? That's part of the questions. <laughs> Everyone yes. gets a water bottle. <laughs> I mean, God, <clears throat> flames. I don't like flames in general. Like, I'll have a candle, but the whole time I'm very aware that the candle is lit. Yes. Right? Are you a candle person in your home? I am. I love candles. Do you remember to put them out? Yes. I mean, I'm aware of them, but it doesn't keep me from enjoying them. Yeah. I like the visual look of them. I rarely light them because I'm like, I'm going to forget. Things are going to go badly. (laughs) Do you have any? I do. I I was just thinking the candles that I actually light are always in something just in case so they can kind of put themselves out. Oh, okay. They're in like some sort of like jar Jar, or container that they came pre. Mm -hmm. Got it. it. I agree. Mine are actually like that too. Okay. So I I think we've exhausted this story, but I had to tell it because my father-in-law, I mean, he dropped a... I love it. Anytime we tell anybody we're doing this podcast, we're like, oh, I got a story for you. Yeah, we That's love a great it. Story. I know, right? Keep them coming. All right. Uh, Pammy, do you want to read the next one? It's an advice. Yes. Dear Wedding Confessionals, what are your thoughts on being walked down the aisle? My father is no longer with us, and I would like to walk down the aisle myself. People keep telling me that I will regret that decision on the day of the wedding. I'll want somebody, maybe another family member or friend to walk with me. I know my dad will be with me in spirit in that moment, and I don't want to replace him, but I've also never done this before and want to know what you think. From Daddy's Girl. Oh, that's really sad. First of all, I like to point out the whole, I don't know what to do, I've never done this before, I think is an ongoing stress for anybody planning a wedding. You know what I mean? Because you're just like, I don't fucking know. I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I'd be great at it. What I'm doing exactly, and we everybody can't all has be Brie catering everybody a, an event for the first time. We can't all knock it out of the no, park like Brie. <laughs> so, what do you think? Well, for me personally, I walked down the aisle by myself. Um, and my father is, is still with us, um, but it was a choice. And I have brothers, I have plenty of people who could have walked me down the aisle. But it was a choice for me because I'm in was in my 30s when I got married, and I in my head I'm like I'm not being given away. I am making this choice to go be with this man for the rest of my life, and so I wanted to walk myself. So um, I'm saying you can do it, but it's a very emotional moment, and so you may want somebody having your arm just in case your knees buckle, or you know you never know how you're gonna react in that that moment so I don't know you might want somebody there Brie what do you think I'm it's funny I kind of agree with what Pam just said like uh, well I I feel like I as a 30 year old plus woman I think yeah I can totally envision it being the proper decision for some people to walk down but the fact that she is questioning it um I mean something to consider I think that ultimately if she were to get to the moment and be like crap 
I want someone here. She could probably grab any guy that knew her and he'd be more than willing to like walk her down. No one says no yes. when no, you're in a bride. Yeah. Yep. They're like, okay. I love though. I'm just going to comment that I love what you said that it was like for you. It wasn't about being given away. It was like actively choosing, yes. you know? And so I think that that's the difference. If she feels like she's maybe more traditional, um, then maybe have someone. I just don't think that you have to do anything that just because someone else did it. I, yeah. I feel like, it sounds like she was super close with her dad and the idea of replacing him kind of breaks her heart a little bit. So yeah. that's, and maybe she could do something while walking down the aisle that is a nod to him, mm-hmm. something that she's holding or something, or maybe the song, the song choice represents has something. Him. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. that is a moment that would be with him. If she's talking about him being there in spirit, maybe make that more symbolic, but also like you guys were saying where, what if at the last minute she's like, Oh shit, I really wish I had a link of an arm. Maybe you have somebody on standby. You know, you're just like, hey, just in case. if you if you close your eyes right now and envision who that person would be, maybe you it, you clearly are tight with this person. If you're choosing this, you know what I mean? This is an uncle or a brother. This is some person. Maybe it's her mom, whatever it is that she decides. Mm-hmm. And maybe you have a casual conversation. Be like, hey, I'm still kind of waffling on this. If I end up going with this, can you know, if I pull you at the last minute, are you cool? But I feel like if she doesn't want to. I don't want her to be bullied about it. Oh, no. And I kind of feel like if she does a rehearsal and does like a practice walkthrough, that might be a moment for her, too, to realize I don't want to do this alone or, you know what, I can. So That's a good point. Yeah, rehearsal a really good is point. a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one. I know. Yeah. She she's got weddings. The, she's smart. We like her. <laughs> keeping her around. Yeah. Keeping her cooking. Oh, my God. By the way, what were those cookies you gave us? Oh, so good. So good. Sugar cream cheese cookies with craisins. They were amazing. Is there a link? There should be. I don't have one on there. There, The link is you email me and I make them for you. Yeah. And you pay me. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. No, that's a good... Are, <laughs> yes, are they a cookie they that you can be. buy? Are they on your They're they're not part menu? of our cookie collection, but maybe I'll introduce them. It's a very... Oh, God. Every time. Oh, Guys, goodness. I got to take out the trash. Again, this super important. This happened on Brian's episode, too. It did. Like, guys, if I don't, I do not remember to take out my garbage. It is embarrassing. And then I got garbage for days. Um, so... You should add it maybe for the holidays. I mean, yeah. I know you gave it to us in the summer, but it tasted like Christmas. It did kind of. T- I mean, that's when I the, I had the cookie for the first time was at Christmas. So. Yeah, it's good stuff. So, you long story that. short, you guys, we had a cookie before we started, we and it did. made our our evening. Delicious. It was fantastic. Yes. <laughs> Run a sugar high. Yeah. Okay. Do we want to read another one? Yeah. Let's blast through. Who's up next? Bree. Me. Yes. Okay. It's another advice one, you guys. So we get to be super judgy because they want our advice. Yes. Other okay. ones, we just give it whether they want it or not. They, we do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dear wedding confessionals, my fiance thinks we should have a buffet for our wedding dinner, but I really want a plated sit-down dinner. Besides costs, are there any other pluses or minus to choosing one over the other? I want some um, ammo to bring to our argument so I can win this one. From Food for Thought. We saved this one for you. I- <laughs> I see that. Bring the <laughs> expert in. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm totally what's gonna be hard for me is that I vote buffet, even though I would never have a buffet at my <gasps> wedding. Wow. Ooh. Okay, walk us through oh this thought goodness. process. <clears throat> okay. So for like overall, a buffet is gonna be the most cost efficient. It's pleasing sure. to the guests. These are gonna be your pros, okay? So pros. cost efficient. Um, it allows your guests to choose what they want to eat mm-hmm. so they can kind of go through the line and pick and choose. Usually when you have a buffet, you have more options available. 
Um, it also offer, offers the opportunity for seconds, which mm-hmm. there's, it stinks when you're at a wedding and you feel like the plate was too small and you want more. Um, I do think that the buffet is not as crisp as from a caterer's point of view. What I don't like about a buffet is that it's hard to make the buffet continuously look amazing and appetizing so that guest number one and guest guest number 175 have the same experience like scraping of Mm -hmm, that final chicken piccata and you're like ugh, yeah that's a good exactly um so i mean that's that's my thoughts on that as far as a sit-down dinner goes um i would say there is something really special for the guests the guests get to feel very like a night out. You know, you're dressed up. Maybe you got a babysitter, and you get to sit down and be served. Often, like the plate is set much more beautiful than the buffet would be. You got a mm-hmm. charger. Yes, exactly. <laughs> There's like a little, you know, greenery on the plate, um, and it also allows guests to just kind of relax. Um, I'm kind of going teetering back and forth. Another thing about a buffet that I do not <laughs> like is I don't really like people to see what I'm putting on my plate. Oh. And so I think you're all dressed up and you feel like, oh, I'm in this tight dress. I probably shouldn't eat these buttery mashed potatoes. But if they come to the table, They're it's like there yeah. in front of you. It's rude not to it eat would it. Be, it yeah. is. Exactly. So and eat some of yours. <laughs> exactly. This is why I like the family style idea, to be honest, because you have both. That's kind of a happy medium. Yeah. I don't think that maybe that needs to be more of the trend. I think so. Explain the family style aspect to people that are like, what does that mean? Okay. So um, I'll use Pam's wedding as an example. One of the things I loved about her wedding is that she had like a continuous U-shaped table. So it felt very communal. Everyone was together. Um, And then everything came in into your table in like portions for eight people. And you would pass, you know, pass the salad, pass the chicken, pass the veggies whatever um what i love about that is it allows people to talk to strangers but not strangers in the buffet line that they're not going to see again but people who are at their table um and you get to like be it's communal you know very family oriented which is like a wedding is like the utmost family moment right you're creating a whole new family so there's something really special about that um but yeah the idea is that you still you just like you're at a, bu- a dinner table with your whole family or whoever you're with and you pass the food and but they're still not and the people aren't getting up so it feels no, more closer yeah. to the plated where it's like you're just kind of sure. hanging out and someone's bringing you the food yeah so you still have mm-hmm. waiters coming in and they're filling replenishing the food clearing your plates things like that but um but you still have the option of kind of taking what the, you want yeah yeah that was a, that was one of the things that was important to us is is that sense of my family and his family, or my community, so it's friends and family that was, you know, blending with his, and, you know, everybody there was important to us. So we really, we didn't do um, table settings and, and seating charts because we, we were hoping that people would sit next to somebody they didn't know. So they had to, you know, introduce themselves and be like, who do you know? Okay, well, can you pass me the, you know, chicken or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that to just kind of get the whole community going for the evening. And it felt a little bit like going to Buca di Beppo, which I always enjoy. <laughs> Family style. Family style, man. Pass that pasta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that was fun. That was a good idea. Maybe that's yeah. maybe that's the compromise. 
I think so. I mean, she clearly wants to win. She used the phrase ammo. Ammo. I know. That's true. (laughs) I know. I didn't really give her any good advice to. I will say, though, if she wants to win this battle, she's going to have to give somewhere else for him. Right? For sure. And then this is when I think she can come not only to him, but go in with like, I know what my budget is. Like, is she willing to pay? Because people have a really difficult time understanding how the same menu can go from like $20 a head to 75, you know, well, it's people. Yeah. It's yeah. team. It's staff. It's real dishes. It's all those things, which, you know, you can still compromise. You can still use real dishes at a buffet, but you know, there's, Oh, there's things like that, that um, you have to take into consideration. So yeah, it's worth it to her. Yeah. So that everybody eats when you have 150 people and you want them all to eat at the same time that you're right. Mm-hmm. It takes more staff. At least she's yeah. saying the word budget, which makes you happy. She's already thinking yes, about it. That's true. <laughs> she's halfway there. I know, right? <laughs> Pamela, you want to take yeah. the last one? Oh, Confessional? I do. Is it you? Yeah. Okay. I just know that my homework was done for the day. That's all I knew. <laughs> you did good. Dear Wedding Confessionals, so for extra cash on the weekends, I bartend weddings. And I hook up more now than I ever did when I was just going out to bars. Seriously, it's the best job. I don't have to buy drinks, just serve them. Everyone is dressed to impress and there is a lot of love in the air. It is good to be single. From I love my job. (laughs) Yes. I love this confessional. I like that we don't know it's a guy or a girl and it does not matter. Yeah. (laughs) Good for them. But I will say, I'm like, ha, 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 ha. Brie, if this was your employee, would you want to have some words? <laughs> I will say I've had, I definitely have had employees like hook up or even strip down while, Wait, <laughs> while bartending. What? what? Yeah. Maybe another story, but yeah. Oh, yes. Please um, tell this story. It was a Cinco de Mayo party. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Los Feliz. And I hired two guys to run the bar. And it was an all like male party happening. And all of a sudden, the owner of the house comes into the kitchen where we're like cooking and stuff. And he's like, uh, who's in charge of the bartenders? And I total Uh-oh. fear. I'm like, I am. <laughs> and he's like, come with me. And I'm literally like, oh, my God. And I just hired two guys that I knew from high school. I mean, yeah. they're like 25. They're good looking. I'm like, great. Come. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. perfect. I'm not not even joking when I say that, A, they brought their own boom box. Love it. With their own music, perfect. even though there was overhead music. Uh, they also, one of them had his shirt completely off and was on top of a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one, like do. yeah, had his shirt open with a wooden spoon, slapping his wet chest while hanging across from like some pole that was in the air. And, and still at the bar. They yeah. just left the, oh, there's still, there was probably 50 still men at the station. Sur- yeah. And there okay. were 50 men. Everyone was very happy. So I, I walk out and I'm like, oh my gosh. And so I tell the owner, like, I will take care of this right away. And he's like, oh no, no, no. I'm not complaining. I'm totally into this. <laughs> I was like, Phew. extra tips. Yeah, I know, right? exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, this person should bring their own boombox. They'll get I know. better. It's Who true. Brings their own boombox to a party. But you're working. That you're working. I died. I was like, how did I not see that come in with you? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but so, did you hire them back? No, never. <laughs> that was like a one time, and it luckily worked out. But yeah, never that's a again. scenario where, like, thankfully the the venue matched. Them. Yes. Woo. 
Could you imagine yeah. at a wedding? You're no. like, why is your shirt off? <laughs> no, I can't. They're about to cut the cake. Grandma would like you to put your shirt on, please. <laughs> so do they disappear? Or is this like they hook up at the end? or yeah, uh, Hook up at the end. Um, I, I will say people, so, you know, like, like this person here wrote, like people are all about love and they feel really sexy or they're totally depressed. Like, mm. shit, I'm the only single person here. So then they do gravitate to those other strangers. Well, I will say, yeah, especially if it's like, you know, everyone at this wedding, you know what I mean? If you go to a certain size wedding and you're True. like with the same people over and over, it's like, these are all my family and friends. I can't make out with any of these people. Nope. That's a cute caterer. Let's get, let's rolling. make it happen. <laughs> also, I'm sure there's after parties. That yeah. Helps. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I really appreciate that as a boss, you're just like, hey, man. I if mean, if you're off the clock, you're yeah. an adult. Oh, if you're off the yeah. clock, for sure. And then, you know, as long as everything I need you to do is being done, I'm pretty relaxed. Yeah. You're like, you know, kind of classy still. Yeah. I still have a name to uphold. So, yeah. <laughs> right. You got to get that next gig. Yes. You can't be the trashy ones. <laughs> no. There's only so many Cinco de Mayo parties you can get away with. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I can't Olay. work once a year. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> I just make these tacos. Yeah. Hope I can pay the rent. Exactly. For a year. Yeah. Bree's still in that house. In that house. In that house. two days. Oh my god! Well, thank I mean, you so much for coming on and telling us like fun ass stories, oh my dude. Gosh, I loved it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we like to end every episode with a bridal break. A bridal break, if you don't know, or the people at home don't know, is uh, just suggestions we give out to not only brides. We say bridal break as it's an alliteration, but um, we want to give out Anybody. suggestions to anyone in the world of weddings that's a little stressed out and we need to step away from it from a bit, do anything else so that when they come back, they aren't as like frustrated and angry. So um, we like to give out just fun little things that they can do to take a break from uh, the wedding world. Um, I get to go first apparently this time according mm. to the list. So um, I want to give you guys a heads up about the Shutterfly app on your cell phone, which yes. I downloaded for the first time. I didn't know this. Did you already know this? You did. Look at your face. Why did you have tell me? I have kids. Oh, right. That's why I knew this. So the Shutterfly Act. Shutterfly is the website where you can, you know, da- upload your pictures and have them printed and mailed to you or whatever. You can make fancy books and mm-hmm. albums. I didn't realize on your phone, you can just pop, pop, pop the pictures that are already on your phone, like from where you just took with your camera phone or whatever. And then you get them for free. You just have to pay for shipping. Yeah. Oh, that's I got amazing. a bunch of pictures for like two bucks. What? Yeah. It was so easy, too. It was like, bleep, blop, bloop, and then I was done with it. And then, like, four days later, they're in my home. Well, that's amazing because, you know, I who prints anymore? So, you know, them making it easy is, is great. Yeah. I mean, it, and, you know. They're not paying me to say this. I genuinely was, like, impressed yeah. by this product. Yes. So that's mine. So, you guys, it's a fun. It's also, like, a silly little thing, too. Because we don't do real pictures that much anymore. Yeah. It's, if you're trying to do like a quick gift for somebody who did something nice for you, especially during this time, you're probably asking for a lot of favors, planning weddings. It's a fun little like gag for the bachelorette weekend if you have like silly pictures you can print out. So I was really impressed at how quick the turnaround was and the quality. So shout nice. out to shout out to that app. Right. That's mine. Awesome. Um, Bree, do you have one? Yeah, for sure. Um, for me, it would definitely be like veg out with Netflix. Yes. Yes. Which right. show? So I just finished uh, binge watching Shameless. 
Is, is it the British show. one that's now American, no, I, right? Yeah, it's the yeah exactly. I watched the American uh, version of it. How many seasons is that? I now? think we. I think I finished six, and then I watched what just ended. So I think it's six total. Yeah, and um, six seasons of one hour episodes. So you do the math. That's like some major breaking happening, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing how many episodes you can watch and not know that time is going away. But it's an excellent way to just like check out. And realize that other people's lives are way crazier than yours. It's just it's nuts. A very addicting show. Oh, it is. Yeah. Have you seen it too? Oh yeah, I love that show. I've only seen clips. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. It's like they're not gonna go there. They're not. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> literally, I will say. I would say almost every episode. At some point, I'm like, these people are literally shameless. Like, I mean, they really are. It's outrageous. Awesome. It's great. Okay, I'm gonna check that one out too. Yes. I've not seen it. I didn't realize it was on Netflix. So it's, it's a yeah, showtime show. It just show. came showtime. into Netflix like I think this last like fall. Yeah. So then I watched it show. all. Yeah. Yeah. So at least nice. and whatever's going on, it's not as bad as these fuckers. No way. <laughs> Very much. It makes you feel good. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Pammy, what you got? What drink are we drinking? Uh, we are drinking a wine called a new, and uh, it's there's a rosé that I'm kind of addicted to right now. I mean, every week I say I'm addicted. Um, yeah. (laughs) Anyways. It's really good, though. It's really good. We were drinking it this evening. It's delicious. It's very light. It's not too fruity or sweet. It's just, it's just right. But, um. Do you you drink rosé in the winter? Mm. Because we had this conversation about Moscow mules. We did. We did. I did. It's more of a spring summer. I only drink them in the winter. Okay. Because they're in a mug. But it turns out they're a summer drink. I've already had a friend who listened to that podcast episode text me and harass me and was like, girl, it's a summer drink. You're an idiot. Yeah, Thank there's you. There's limes yes. in it. Yes. Listen, man. It's I'm California. Not... There's yeah, always true. limes. <laughs> no, you're you're probably right. I realize that I'm wrong. It doesn't mean that my brain's going to change its mind. It is a fall drink for me. Please and thank you. <laughs> well, rose, rose. rose for me is more of a spring summer. Okay. Because it's, you know, I, I don't know. I think the reds are more winter, you know, the, the colder drinks. I don't want that in the winter. I want, I want cool, something that's going to be refreshing. But yeah, a new. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Do you drink rosé in the summer or winter or any time? I do in the summer. I do enjoy it. I, I Actually, I don't discriminate. I, I drink all wines all times. I like it. Yes. All wine, all times. All times. Yeah. <laughs> I had a little tonight. No. Give your second book after, <laughs> what is it, Hot Plates in a Crockpot. <laughs> <laughs> totally the name of this episode, by the way. Are you kidding me? It's so good. <laughs> thank you for coming yes thank you so much we loved having you so um is there anything that you want to promote and push us out there i'm guessing probably your catering stuff man how Uh, can people find you absolutely okay great um you can follow us on instagram at frau underscore gashank that's f-r-a-u underscore g-e-s-c-h-e-n-k did you get that and then uh also we're on the notes okay perfect and then in facebook we're uh gashank fair um but yeah, we do everything, like I said earlier, from tiny to large, and we're a lot of fun. So anything in Southern California, man, yes. give her a call. And you also make cookies. Yes, that's yes. technically, I guess, technically what I started off with is a business right? cookies. Yes. Yeah, so cookies, man. I love and it. And it's delicious. They're she's so good. She's great. You won't regret it. Uh-uh. Hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. Um, if anybody wants to... Uh, 
catch any more of our episodes, you can find them at weddingconfessionals.com. And if you want, you don't want to miss a single episode, please subscribe on iTunes and give us a nice little rating. It always helps. Um, if you want to find us on social media, we are on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of those links, again, are on weddingconfessionals.com. And Pammy, I'm going to hang out with you next week. We're going to do this all over again with oh, another yeah. person yes. talking all about weddings and shit. Let's do it. I'm already excited. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud and make sure to give us a five-star rating or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com. Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434-933-2663. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.